Welcome to the Harmony Christian Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message from Pastor Josh Shoemaker. So 2021, so about, I don't know, however many years ago that was, (laughs) I had a dream that I believe was from the Lord. I shared this dream uh, probably, I don't know, a couple years ago. Some of you may remember it. Um, I don't have dreams very often that I believe are from the Lord. Most of my dreams are pretty crazy and wild and definitely not from the Lord. You know what I mean? Uh, They're more like pizza dreams, I should say. Pizza dreams. Uh, But this one I knew was from the Lord. And he had been uh, speaking to me about a topic and had just reminded me of this dream. And so I want to share that again with you here this morning because I believe it's, it's not just, it wasn't just a word for me, but it was a word for all of us. So in this dream, we were, I was in a church building and there was a lot of people there. Uh, it, was a, it was a building that looked a lot like the sanctuary upstairs uh, with the stained glass windows and the pews. And um, so it was a building much like that. Of course, you know how dreams are. It, it's like, it's there, it's the same, but it's a little different. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was a building much like the upstairs sanctuary. And in the, in the room, there was this heavy weight that was in the room. Um, and and it, was, it, it was manifested this way. You could see this, this shadowy figure that had just kind of overwhelmed the room. And there was just this extreme heaviness, this extreme weight in the room. And uh, it, was this, it was this dark, uh, shadowy figure. It was almost like a fog, a dark fog um, that, was, that was in the room. And in the dream, I remember we were trying to figure out how to how to dispel this heaviness, how to, how to dispel this weight that was in the room. And I remember some people thought, well, if, if it's kind of, it's like a fog, so let's open the windows up, right? Let's open the windows and maybe the, that'll allow the, this heaviness to just leave. And so we, we did that. We, all, we opened all the windows up and, uh, and the exact opposite effect happened. It actually got heavier in the room when we tried to, tried to dispel this heaviness uh, by opening the windows. So we ended up just closing the windows up and, um, and we're, was again just trying to figure out what to do. A little bit into the dream, as we were trying to figure out what the next step was, there was this older gentleman that walks up to me in the dream. And he looked a lot like this man. Uh, if you would pull that picture up, Chad, his name is Eugene Peterson. Uh, this man is the—he's the translator of the Message Bible. If you've ever read the Message Bible, he's written many books. He's—he's um, he's actually passed away just a few years ago. Uh, but it was this man who walked up to me in the dream, and he was—he looked just like this. He had this giant smile on his face, and he walked up to me, and he—he he just looked at me, and he said, "He said, um, let me just read it here exactly what he said. He said a garment of praise." fixes the spirit of heaviness. And he, he said it, again, the room is heavy. Everyone in the room is just downcast. Everyone in the room is, is just weighty. And he walks up to me with this smile on his face. And he says, the garment of praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. And as soon as he said it, 
everyone in the room just burst out singing and dancing and shouting and lifting their hands. Just this worship service just broke out in the middle of the sanctuary. And as it did, the, the, the weight, the shadow, the, the thing that was causing the heaviness in the room just completely disappeared as we continued on in the dream, just dancing and praising and worshiping. And laughter began to just fill the room as the room became light and became full of joy. After this point in the dream, I woke up and Abba began speaking to me. The Lord began speaking to me just several things throughout the night. There was just a series of things. It was, it was one of the coolest nights I've ever had with the Lord. Again, there, there's, I don't have that very often. Uh, I know some people dream all the time. I, I don't have this kind of, this kind of encounter very often. Uh, but just throughout the entire night, the Lord just began depositing things in me. Some of them I'm going to share. Some of them I'm not going to share today. Uh, but one of the things that happened is after I woke up from the dream, I, I, I was awake for a little while just pondering the dream, and then I fell back asleep. Um, actually, before I fell back asleep, um, I, I had kind of noticed that I, I began to hear this, this wind on the out, out, outside that was happening outside. Uh, the super heavy wind began to blow. Um, it was so heavy that I had the thought, I remember thinking, man, I hope this doesn't tear up our fence, right? And uh, so I was thinking, man, I'm going to have to go out there and fix my fence in the morning because this wind was just so heavy that I heard. Um, and as I was hearing the wind laying there in bed, listening to the wind, the Lord said this to me. He said, the wind makes heavy things light. And so I began thinking about that statement and eventually kind of drifted off back to sleep. A little bit later, I woke up again, and there was no wind outside. The wind had completely stopped blowing. Again, there was some other things the Lord spoke to me that night, but that's as far as I really want to go here this morning. I want to talk to you and begin talking to you about this topic here, and that is the importance of praise. The importance of praise. In the dream, uh, again, uh, Eugene Peterson, he references scripture. He says, a garment of praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. That's a quote from Isaiah chapter 61. So if you have your Bibles, open it up with me to Isaiah chapter 61. Starting in verse 1, it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. This may sound familiar because this is the scripture that Jesus goes into the synagogue, opens up the scroll, and begins reading to the people there, this is what he reads. He says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison doors to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console all who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and here it is, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. I want to talk to you again about the importance of praise this morning. You know, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, there are seven different Hebrew words for praise that we in the English transfer or uh, uh, translate this one word praise is actually comes from seven different words used in different ways throughout Scripture. So 
we're going to nerd out a little bit this morning, and we're going to look through some of these words. All right? You ready to go on that journey with me? All right. We got two or three of you. Let's do it. All right. That's enough for me. Let's go. There are seven different Hebrew words, and we're going to look at them here this morning. One of those words is the word yada, not to be confused with yoda. It's yada. And it means this. It means to extend your hands, especially to revere and worship. Okay, so we see this a lot when we uh, do praise and worship, that to extend your hands uh, is this word yada. Uh, an example from Scripture, Psalms 107, let them praise the Lord. That word praise is yada. So let them yada the Lord or extend their hands to the Lord for his great love, for the wonderful things he has done for them. So this is yada, to extend your hands, to revere and worship. The next one I want to read to you this morning is the word talala, which means to sing or to laud. This is often this specific word, because there's another word for singing and, and, and making melody in, uh, that is used for praise. This specific one is often a spontaneous song. Right? So it's not one that was preconceived. It's something that just rises from your innermost being. Uh, and as a, as a scripture talks about, there was a, there's a burning in, inside of me that I cannot contain. Right, So that's what this word is. It's, it's, a, it's singing a song, but it's a song that just comes up from within your innermost being and comes out to the Lord is, is what this, this one means. And so let's look at a couple scriptures here. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, or talila, his praise shall continually be from my mouth. Another verse, Psalms 40, verse 3, he has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. That word praise is the word we're looking at here. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. And one of my favorite scriptures, Psalms 22, is this word talila, and it, means, it says this, but you are holy, enthroned. On the praises of Israel. That God is actually enthroned. When we sing praises to the Lord, he actually comes in and is enthroned on the praises of his people. I love this idea, and I say this at almost every prayer walk that we have at the schools, that the reason we, we start the prayer walk with worship is because the greatest way, the, the best way to dethrone a principality or power is to enthrone someone greater. So when we come in to this building or when we are in our homes or when we are wherever we are, when we begin to sing and worship and praise the Lord, what we are doing is we are enthroning the Father above every other thing that is in the room. We are enthroning him. He is enthroned on our praises. Amen? So that is Talila, to make songs. And again, often it's a spontaneous song that just comes from your innermost being. It's unrehearsed. It just comes out. The other word I want to share with you for praise is the word barak. And it means to kneel or bow as an act of adoration. The scripture reference for this is Psalms 103. It says, let all that I am praise the Lord or Barak the Lord. With my whole heart, I will Barak his holy name. 
Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the goodness that he does for me. He forgives all of my sins, heals all of my disease. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. It's bowing low as an act of adoration, Barak. This next one I absolutely love. This next one is the word halil. Halil. This word is where is the root word of the word hallelujah. It stems from that word. The word hallelujah is broken up from two words. The word hala, which means praise, and the word yah, which means Yahweh. So when you're saying hallelujah, you're saying praise Yahweh or highest praise is another way to translate that word. So this word comes from that word, or hallelujah comes from this word halil. I love this. It is one of the primary Hebrew words used for praise in the Old Testament. It's used over 110 times in the Old Testament to, to, for the word praise. Is this word halil. You ready for this word means? It means to shine, to make show, to boast, to be foolish, to rave, to celebrate. I love that. To rave, the first rave is actually praise, right? <laughs> to rave, to celebrate, to act madly like a madman. This is the primary word in the Old Testament used for the word praise. It's the picture of David. We all know this story. It's whenever you can't talk about praise and not talk about 2 Samuel, right? Where David is bringing in the Ark of the Covenant into the city of David. And what is David doing before the Ark? He's dancing like a wild man, right? He's, he's going crazy dancing in the streets, so much so that one of his wives looks down and says, says that she, uh, I forget exactly, but she's just embarrassed by David's reaction and response, right? Because, and she says that the king should not be acting in this manner, right? But David is dancing wildly. His, he is halil before the Lord. In fact, it even says that he dances so wildly his robe comes off, right? Now, that, that might be a little much, but, but his robe comes off because he's dancing so wildly like a madman. Isn't it interesting that this is the primary word used for praise? Yet, in a lot of our churches, it's probably the least, uh, it's the least used expression within the church. But this is one of the words used for praise is halil, to actually dance before the Lord like a wild man. Come on. 1 Corinthians verse 16, it says, Then he appointed some of the Levites as ministers before the ark of the Lord. I love this. To invoke, to thank, and to praise the Lord. That word praise is the word halil. And to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, that David actually assigns people that this is so important. This is so important that David, the king, actually assigns people to halil before the presence of the Lord, to dance before the Lord. Isn't that awesome? So Halil, to dance wildly like a madman, to be foolish, to rave, and to celebrate before the Lord. Another word for praise is the word tauda. Tauda, not tada, tauda. 
Much like yada, the first word we talked about, it's an extension of the hands. But this is used more specifically in a thanksgiving. And even more specific than that, it's used as a thanksgiving before God acts. And that's important there. That, you, that, they, that it's an extension of thanksgiving before God even moves on your behalf. This word is translated praise, but it's also often translated thanksgiving because, again, it's an offering of thanksgiving, of lifting of your hands, that, that you, and you do that as an offering of thanksgiving before God even moves on your behalf. And here's the reference, Psalms 100, verse 4. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Before you even come through the door, you come in with the heart of thanksgiving. And enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his holy name. This is the word tauda. The other word, another word is the word zamar. This is one that we do often here in church. And it means to make music, to sing, or to play musical instruments. The verse for this is Psalms 57 says this, my heart is steadfast. I love the way this scripture starts. My heart is steadfast. If you look at this psalm, it begins with tribulation. <laughs> it begins with David going through some stuff, right? But then this is how he, how he ends this, as this psalm. My heart is steadfast. Another translation says, I am sure and confident in this. My heart is steadfast, O oh God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise, or zamar. Awake my glory. Awake lute and harp. I will, oh, I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O oh Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations. Zamar, to make music, to play, to sing, or to play musical instruments before the Lord is a word for praise used in the Bible. The last one here is the word shabak. And it means to address in a loud tone. This is one I, I shabak with my kids all the time. <laughs> to address in a loud tone, a loud adoration or a shout. The scripture reference here is Psalms 145 verse four. One generation shall praise your works. Or you could read it like this. One generation shall shout your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Shabbat, to address in a loud tone, a loud adoration, a shout. These are the seven words. Let me just briefly say them again. Yada, to extend your hands, especially in, in reverence and worship. Talila is to sing to laud, often sp a spontaneous song from your innermost being that is unrehearsed. Barak, to kneel or bow as an act of adoration. Halal, which is to make show, to boast, to be foolish, to rave, to celebrate, to act madly like a madman, is to dance before the Lord. Tauda means another extension of the hands, used more specifically in thanking God for things that have not yet been received. Zamar, which is to make music, to sing, to play a musical instrument. And then finally, Shabak, which is to address in a loud tone, a loud adoration, or a shout. I want to ask you, 
what do these seven things, these seven words for praise have in common? What do these seven words for praise have in common that are used in the Old Testament? The seven words have this in common. They are all outward expressions of praise. Every one of them is something that if you were to to praise the Lord, the person that is around you would be able to see it. You lift your hands in worship, right? You sing and make music to the Lord. You dance wildly before the Lord. You kneel, you bow before the Lord. You shout before the Lord. All of these things are outward expressions. All of these things are outward expressions. I had this thought here. Some people, I think, believe that dancing before the Lord or maybe raising your hands in worship is, is kind of a newer thing. But there is actually nothing more ancient than worshiping God with a dance. There is actually nothing more traditional than lifting your hands in worship. There's actually nothing more more traditional than raising a shout to the Lord in the middle of worshiping him. That these things are not new concepts that are brought up because the music is a little bit louder, a little bit faster, and a little bit crazier. You do realize that praise and worship is not praise is the fast songs and worship is the slow songs. No, no, no. Praise is an outward expression This is the way I've heard the Lord say it to me here. And it's this. um, True biblical praise is an outward manifestation, not, listen to this, not an emotional response. Now listen, it can absolutely be emotional, right? I mean, how can you stand before the King of Kings who gave his life for you and not feel emotion? I think that's the silliest argument in the world was like, oh, that's just emotional. Absolutely it's emotional. If it's not emotional, then I question whether or not you really have revelation of what he's done for you. But praise is not just an emotional response, right? Remember, one of the words is to extend your hands in thanksgiving before he does anything. So it's an outward expression, but it's not just an emotional response but instead, it's an internal, it's, it's um, an outward expression of adoration and thanksgiving. It's something that is happening internally, but it's outwardly expressed. And it's expressed in a way that is of adoration and thanksgiving. I know, I know that this automatic, uh, let me say this. I know that this might automatically make some people uncomfortable. Right? Because it's much easier to put the weight on praise on a worship team singing songs than it is to be expressive to the Lord from your own seat. It's much more comfortable, again, to allow the worship team to lead us in praise then allow the sacrifice, as Hebrew calls it, the sacrifice of praise to come from you. But let me say this. 
there is something different that happens when you begin to praise. When you bring your own sacrifice of praise to the Lord, when it becomes something that you express outwardly, there is something different that happens to the atmosphere around you, but to also the atmosphere within you. About 2003, and that is the right date, I think somewhere in there, 2003, 2002, 2004, somewhere in there. I was about 12 or 13 years old, and my youth group was going to a youth conference. Uh, The youth conference was in Conway, Arkansas. There was probably between 20 or 30 of us that went on this youth conference, and we drove throughout the day. The conference started that evening. We get to the youth conference. Uh, We got there a little bit late, so we're walking into the doors. The service had already started. I will never forget the feeling that I had when I walked through those doors. We walk through the doors. The place is completely packed wall to wall. Um, So much so that 20 or 30 of us trying to come into a service late was very difficult for us to even fit into the room because it was so full. It was so full. I mean, there, was, there was chairs only around the perimeter of the room because there was not enough room to set up the chairs uh, in normal rows for people. Um, I'm sure that goes against some kind of fire code, but they did it anyways. And not only was it the chairs around the perimeter of the room because it was so full, the chairs were out of the middle of the room because the whole place, every person in the room was halilling to the Lord was dancing before the Lord, was shouting, lifting their hands, singing at the top of their lungs, shouting praises to the Lord. And now listen, I come from a a church where I grew up that was very expressive, very open in worship, but I had never seen anything like this. Never. And so this group of about 20 or 30 youth walks into the room, and this is already happening. This, This stage not only has the musicians and the singers on the stage, but the stage is packed full of other teenagers just on the stage, all of them giving everything they have in praise to the Lord, dancing, singing, shouting, raising their hands, all of the things. They were just going crazy up here for for Jesus. I remember walking in watching it as a young 12, 13-year-old kid and being awestruck by what I was what I was walking into. And it wasn't just me, our entire group stood there just watching for a little while. Right? We maybe were mouthing the words to the songs, but for the most part we just stood there just staring at what was going on because we were just in shock of what was happening around us. After a little while we began to join in the praise and the worship. And the atmosphere in the room that we felt coming from the outside was this freedom and this joy that was unexplainable and full of glory, uncontainable and full of glory. There was just this lightness and this laughter, I mean, you, you could literally just see people just laughing in the room. 
because there was just so much joy being expressed in the room. And that's what we walk in, walked in and saw, right? But it wasn't until we joined into the celebration that what we saw happening on the outside began happening on the inside of us. That the joy and the peace and the, the laughter and the fun, all of those things began happening on the inside of us. Not when we saw with our eyes what was happening, but when we joined in to the celebration. This is why praise is important. Remember in the dream, the old man looked at me and he said, praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. Here's why praise is important. Because the Bible doesn't say that the garment of prayer fixes the spirit of heaviness. It doesn't say that the garment of worship fixes the spirit of heaviness. It doesn't say that the garment of preaching fixes the spirit of heaviness. It doesn't say that the garment of church fixes the spirit of heaviness. No, it says the garment of praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. And listen, I understand that's nuanced. I understand that obviously I'm not telling you that diminishing the power of prayer or diminishing the power of worship or diminishing the power of the message or the preaching, but I am telling you this. There is something that happens when you begin to move your body or your voice in adoration of the Lord, even when you're in the midst of heaviness. It changes something on the inside of you. It transforms something on the inside of you. So I want to tell you today, maybe you are experiencing heaviness in your life. Here's what I want to, I want to suggest to you this morning. Try praise. Try praise. Lift your hands before the Lord. You don't have to be in the middle of the congregation. I understand that feels awkward, believe me. But listen, go into your room, in your house, turn on some worship music and just dance like a madman before the Lord and tell me that the Lord does not come in with this presence of praise and joy and that, that will manifest on the inside of you. There is something that happens when we step in to praise. And listen, it'd be easy if praise was just singing songs along with the worship leader. But listen, praise is expressing. It's an outward expression, expression of praise. And once again, this, this praise is not something new, drummed up by some Pentecostal church. David danced before the Lord 3,000 years before we had our church service here this morning. This is the biblical definition of praise, and it's the praise, the garment of praise that the Lord gives us for the spirit of heaviness. Amen? Oh, man, I have so much more to give you but I think that might be a good spot to stop for today. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Church, I believe that we are on the precipice of a breakthrough. I believe that even individuals on the, in this room are right on the edge of a breakthrough in their life. 
I believe as a church body, we are right on the edge of a breakthrough in our congregation and in our family here as a church. And I believe with all of my heart that praise is the straw that will break the camel's back. (laughs) I believe praise is the weapon in our hands to defeat the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness in your life, the spirit of heaviness in our nation, in our, in our, our region, that the answer that the Lord has. What we, we talked about this a little bit last week with Noah, that as Noah lifted his eyes to the Lord above the heaviness that was happening around him, as he lifted his eyes to the Lord, the Lord gave him the answer that was to save humanity. Not by looking at the problem, but by looking into to the eyes of the Lord. And through, through the grace that was found in his eyes, the Father gave him the solution to the problem around him. I believe that as we look into the eyes of the Lord, the answer that he's giving for the heaviness around us is the garment of praise. It's the garment of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand together here this morning. Hallelujah. I just feel the Holy Spirit so strong. And I think the only proper way to end this service this morning is with praise coming from our innermost being. And so here's, we're going to do this a little different this morning. I want Paul to just come up. I don't know what song you might have in mind. Don't even worry about coming up to the keys. Just come and let's just sing a song together. And just from your innermost being, allow praise to fill your heart and to come out of your lips unto the Lord. Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise his name forevermore. For endless days we will sing your praise. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, my God. Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise his name forevermore. For endless days we will sing your praise. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord our God. A little higher. Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise his name forevermore. For endless days we will sing your praise. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord our God. Oh, praise the name of the Lord.
forevermore for endless days we will sing your praise O Lord, O Lord, our God. Praise your holy name, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We've had a lot of moments in this room where the Holy Spirit came in. The glory of God came in and actually the word glory actually means weighty. It's not a heaviness like a a bad weighty, it's, it's, it's just the, the weightiness of his glory, the importance of his glory. We've had many times in this room where we felt the weighty presence of God. But I believe that there are days coming in this room where we are going to sense the joy of the Lord like we never have before. <laughs> At your right hand, O oh God, in your presence, O oh God, the Bible says there is fullness of joy. I believe we're going to experience the presence of God in such a way that laughter will fill the room. That heaviness won't have a chance. The weightiness of life and the weightiness of of the attacks of the enemy, those things won't stand a chance because the joy of the Lord will be so strong in the room. The garment of praise fixes the spirit of heaviness. Father, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the days ahead. 
we thank you for the garment of praise that is being placed upon our shoulders. Father, we will spend the rest of our lives praising your holy name. God, we will spend the rest of eternity praising your holy name. Jesus, we honor you this morning. In Jesus' holy name we pray. And the church said, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more messages like this or information about our church, please visit harmonychurchfamily.org.